This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. You, who are you? What's your project? What do you want to do? Forget about your previous shoes, your previous caps, your previous shawls, and your previous whatnots. I want you to think about who are you now. Oh my god, not another Hantu movie. What is about the Hantu that so fascinates our filmmakers? After five years of freelancing and having to be careful with the money I was earning from hosting shows and acting gigs, I gave up and took an office job. Hello everyone, you're listening to Everyone's No Critic. Um, as usual, we have something new that we're going to review this week. I'm Sharmila Ganesan. Joining me is Adriana Nordin Manan, who is a writer, translator. She was also recently a part of the Chandana Aswara Arts Writing Mentorship Program. And we are going to be talking about Opi and Professor Communitas, which was a digital play that was aired over the weekend. Uh, but firstly, thanks for joining me, Adriana. No, thank you for having me, Sharmila. I'm excited for our conversation. So this was a play that we watched it over the weekend and it was um, written by Liao Puetin. It was directed by Fashali Fazli and it starred Faik Shazwan Kuhiri and Ifis Alaudin, a very small cast, just the two of them. Uh, but it also included multimedia design by Shamsul Azhar. Full disclosure, Faik works for BFM. But Adriana, let's just start with the simplest question, right? Did you enjoy it? I did. Um, and it was one of those shows where I didn't have to reason with myself so much after watching it, you know. Um, from the get-go, uh, I just went with the flow and I, yeah, throughout it, I was just, uh, it was clear in my mind that I do enjoy this and I'm taking this all in. Yeah, um, I saw like bits and pieces, they'd released trailers and all at first. And so I was really quite attracted to the um the, the very digital nature of the performance because it didn't yeah. look like a play that was adapted for the digital form. It, it seemed like it was designed, um, I don't know about written, which we'll get to a little bit later, but definitely the direction and the performance was very much geared towards um, being performed and viewed digitally. Um, and I was very pleased to see that that played out when I watched it. It, 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 it suited the medium very, very well. Um, just to give you an idea of the play itself, so uh, Opie and Professor Communita, uh, it's about a um, an aspiring filmmaker slash arts maker who attends a weekend uh, workshop or, or, or what he thinks should be called a masterclass by um, by a professor who's an arts professor. He's been in the field for decades, and it's basically structured as a series of conversations between well, maybe conversations not the word, more like lectures that professor the professor delivers to uh, the people who attend the workshop, but also um, in a monologue by Opie, who is the one attending, um, and then sort of these asides where they have conversations with each other. Um, and that's really the structure of the whole play. I must say that um, for me, the, the main thing that I enjoyed the most, um, even now a couple of days later that I think about, is really the performance. So um, mm -hmm. Faik plays the professor, 
and uh, if his plays Opie. And, and I thought that the both of them, because they do give us a little bit of a peek between how it happens behind the scenes, because yeah. there's like an intermission and you get to see them basically just sitting in front of their laptops. And mostly it's just their upper bodies performing against these like green screen backgrounds. I love the performances. Um, and for something like this, I think if you're not engaged by the performances, you're not going to last the full one and a half hours of the show. I thought the both of them did really well. Faik especially was really good in a role that could very easily have become lectury in a bad way. But instead, mm-hmm. it, it reminded me um, in a slightly funny but pleasant way of a lot of people, like a lot of otais in the industry that I could think of. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Um, no, definitely. I, I completely agree. I think um, I would also credit uh, actually the point about Faik's role. It was very easy for him to be didactic. That was definitely my sense, but he, but he didn't. And I think that credit uh, is also deserved uh, by Fashali, Fazli as the director um, and uh, Shamsul Azhar did the multimedia background I thought that was that was fantastic I just really thought coming together um, it, it, it came together very nicely where I didn't feel put off by by the professor and nor did I feel that OP was like shrill because you know he was a bit of a jumpy restless young character it would be easy maybe for him to be to turn out that way um, but no it was all very nice and I agree the performance really was was the top thing for me um, and uh, it just really it, it struck me as wow this is a, a theater performance online that I can well and truly enjoy and feels like it really fits with the with, with the digital platform you mentioned um, particularly Opie being the the sort of the young the young sort yeah. of enthusiastic lots of ideas kind uh, and of course the contrast to that is the professor um, how did you like that interplay how did you like the fact that basically the the whole play um, is essentially about these two very different worldviews um, all about the idea of how to make art um I liked it. I, I particularly liked it um, in the first few minutes where it was the first break, I think, and Opie was going on about his conversations with his with Guru and his other friends, right? Just talking about, you know, oh, why are we in this industry? Oh, look for a stable office job, but you know, your life will be boring. <laughs> those kinds of questions. And I felt that really resonated with me. I feel I've definitely had those conversations before. And so I liked that because it felt it sounded earnest and real. Um, in a way, yeah. And uh, Faik's, like the professor, um, yeah, his worldview was was fine because it wasn't, he wasn't, okay, sure, he perhaps did sound a little bit condescending, but you could tell that it was just part of the exaggerated performance a bit, you know, when he was like, why? I don't want to hear another uh, nationalistic uh, something, something event and all of those things. So, um, yeah, I would say those those two things really, they, they really worked for me because... Um, and this is venturing a little bit into like the structure of the performance, it really sounded like they were each giving little mini lectures. It was like a series of monologues even, right? And then with the, all the vibrant and really psychedelic um, graphics in the background, just really put it together so well. You're right, actually. I mean, most of it, even though um, I did say earlier that they are kind of speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the cleverness of this performance uh, is that it's structured as a almost as a series of monologues. And when they're delivering, delivering it, they are uh, speaking to the screen. So they're looking out yep. at us and speaking to us. So I 
would have loved to see more of that behind the scenes actually because um, I wanted to know how they were doing it like as performers how did they work out the chemistry Uh, because there was chemistry and that was interesting for me Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I couldn't quite uh, I couldn't quite put my finger on whether the chemistry was sort of what we are used to from watching YouTubers or or, or influencers deliver things out of a screen. And so we kind of imagine that they're speaking to us or Mm -hmm. whether we're doing the conventional theatre thing where we imagine that they're speaking to each other. But whichever it was, I thought that that aspect of it was very clever. I wanted to point out that the, which something that you just brought up, the the multimedia aspect, which I thought really did a lot to um, help with uh, both kind of giving us something to, I think giving us some, giving our eyes something to look at in, in, in a very simple sense, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, adding to the, the, the delivery and the monologue in a way that um, maybe when I saw it in the trailer, I was a little bit skeptical because I was yeah. like, oh, well, it just looks like psychedelic trippy, psychedelic trippy images, but yeah. it really worked for me. Yeah, completely for me as too. And I think um, what, what I guess, I think it's the sense of movement that it gave, if, if that makes sense. You know, just the very fact, you know how the, the, the I guess the camera work where at first they were looking at you and then they'll move profile and then the background would change. And I thought like with the multimedia and the background, there was just so much artistry and like a nice packaging that they put. And um, yeah, it, it, it really... Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that at first, I, I like you as well, when I saw the, the trailer and everything, I wasn't too sure. I said, oh, okay, what is this going to be? And I was actually curious about how they would interact, right, the, the characters. Uh, but yeah, everything was just packaged so well. Um, yeah, also uh, partly uh, thanks to the multimedia. I was really... Um taken by how it was so deliberately lo-fi though like I mean Mm -hmm. when it's a green screen it's like uh, we're not even pretending that this is a real background like sometimes you see arms disappear or (laughs) you see like the image sort of act like overlay over the actors Um, you know some of it looks very like 90s um, you know graphics that have just been like transposed but but I liked it I think there was um, aiming for deliberately lo-fi I think works Mm -hmm. better than aiming to look extremely polished but perhaps you may not have the resources to achieve that oh this definitely worked for me and I think um, just like the very very small moments right if I may just add some of the things that I thought were so cute like the little details for example Opie when he's in the lecture hall it's basically like you just see him from like shoulder up sitting on a chair. I know, and, I and with that, a bunch that, of right? empty lecture chairs Yeah, with the him. empty mm-hmm. lecture chairs. And then I, I don't know if I, if I got this right, but I had the sense that the foyer was actually Istana Budaya. So I thought it was just really cute. And then, you know, the then they switch. You you, you could recognize like Titiwangsa Lake and then you could recognize uh, that when they mentioned Chowkit Market and all of those. So I like, no, I like the lo-fi-ness. I think um, it, it really fit with the... Uh, uh, earnest, uh, irreverent, and playful uh, aura of the whole production. We're talking about OP and Professor Communitas, which was in which was an online performance of a new play uh, by Liao Poetin, which was staged over the weekend. I'm reviewing it with Adriana Nordinmanan, who is a writer and a translator. Let us know if you've watched it or let us know if there are other online performances that you think we should catch. We are always open for recommendations. WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep it here on Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Best Flipping Moments. 
BFM 89.9, the business station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila, and with me, Adriana Nordinmanan, who is a writer, a translator, um, and we are reviewing Opie and Professor Communitas by the Five Arts Centre. It was staged over the weekend, and it's basically a digital play. It was written by Liao Kuei So we've been speaking quite a bit about the experience of watching the play, about what the play contains. Um, I wanted to get to the meat of the thing, right? Basically, the writing. Um, now, this is a new play by Poetin, and I couldn't help wondering as I was watching it whether she wrote it specifically to be performed digitally because um, I did get the sense that watching it, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if it was staged as a a, a stage performance versus a digital performance. So that's a question that I would ask as well. And the reason, uh, but I think maybe I, I approach it maybe differently. Uh, than, than, than you do. Uh, my question was, would I like it if, it, if, if let's say, minus the graphics, right? And it's actually mm-hmm. a conversation of two characters on stage talking to each other. I think it could get really heavy and you could, it could, you could zone out really quickly uh, because of, of, of what was said and the range uh, and the scope of what was said. I agree with you in like not being too sure. Like, would I enjoy this? But maybe I think if they still had the graphics, I would still really enjoy it, even if it were in person. Yeah, you're right. Because I think the the conversations divorced of everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. And also the, and, and there is something to be said about watching something in the comfort of your home, right? Um, like I found myself kind of being able to move around, get up, you know, like go and yeah. grab a drink while I'm still looking at the screen. And mm-hmm. I think some of these things help to break the, the quote unquote heaviness of yeah. some of the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah. And I'm not sure whether if all of that was taken away and I was just watching, essentially it would be a two-man play, Yeah, um, whether I would enjoy it as much. So this, this was one of those cases where I think the medium really suited the content really well. What about what the play is about? I mean, essentially it's this, this, um, pulling apart and breaking down of all the different things uh, that art can be, what should go into the making of art, what is the meaning of art. Um, it felt, okay, so so to me, it felt like parts of it worked really well um, and parts of it felt like those late night conversations with like your fellow art friends yeah. where there's never really an end point. You're just kind yeah. of saying certain things and, and sometimes saying certain things that make you sound a little bit art snob without mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. having an end point, mm-hmm. um, which was fine. I think, I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I necessarily needed a resolution, but maybe for me, I would have liked it if some of it went somewhere a little bit more than this play yeah. did. Um, no, that's a really good point, Sharmila. As you were speaking, um, I started thinking about, uh, well, I, I, I write for theatre. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I always track the writing as well and what's being said, right, in any performance. And I remember questioning and questioning in the sense of like, wow, this is a possibility. This shows possibilities of how things can be done. I remember wondering, like, what is the struggle really? You know, like, or like, what's the conflict, right? That's what we were always told, mm-hmm. playwriting 101. So I was like... I don't really see anything like it doesn't seem like there's too big of a struggle. It doesn't sound too much like a clash of personalities, you know, or ideologies even. 
Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I I hear you. I definitely hear you. The bit about where it seemed like a meandering, like insider chit chat, right? Mm. Um, to, I actually was a little bit. If I had to name parts which which made me feel a little bit like oh, uh, I I wouldn't say nervous or 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 displeased or anything, but I was. It made me wonder were the parts that got kind of deep and philosophical. Uh, the ones that went started started talking about Shakespeare and Sophocles, um, yeah, especially that part. I remember that scene. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, does that fit with everything else? But then, because of what we've also talked about, how the, they didn't seem to to be a production that took themselves too too seriously, right? So, uh, it it was okay. I was like, "Okay, sure." I I believe that this could happen, uh, in such a production. Yeah, I, I think that it was the not taking themselves too seriously that helped some of those parts, uh, yeah. because you can you can believe that this <laughs> this was a, a professor <laughs> who clearly didn't prepare for his lecture, <laughs> who just thought that because he knows he kind of knows this thing so well that he's just going to yeah. show up and be himself. And, yeah. you know, they talk about, they describe him as someone who, um, what do they say? Makan theory, right? Like, yeah. like he's so good with the theory. Um, so that's just who he is. And so I think the fact that Faik doesn't take that performance a hundred percent seriously, the yeah. graphics make it a little bit lighter. So it, it kind of lets you sail through some of those. Um, yeah. In in contrast to what you said about the the Shakespeare and the Greek Greek plays and so on, um, which also for me didn't a hundred percent hit the mark. Mm-hmm. The things that worked for me were actually when he talked about P. Ramley, for instance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or when they talk about um, busking, street buskers, or independent mm-hmm. musicians, and mm-hmm. um, what are they actually? Uh, one, well, P. Ramlee was more about how we value art and and who does it yeah. belong to in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with the musicians, it was more this idea of what are you trying to say? What is your mm-hmm. narrative? I think those mm-hmm. things worked more maybe because they yeah. feel more local and they feel more yep. immediate. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, if I had to uh, pick out the ones that I really liked, I mean, just the sheer fact that you could see Saloma and Anita Sarawa, you know, just doing oh, their I thing on the those. screen. I love that footage. Right, it was so right, great. That footage. And then even actually talking about localizing things, I liked the bits. Again, uh, I'm, I'm, you too, uh, KL, KL girl, right? Like mm-hmm. born and raised. So it was really so nice, really, just to see KL appear you know, in, in, in different ways as its own little character, as the background to his friend who did a dance performance in Chowkit Market. And then when they were talking and quibbling about, uh, in, 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 I mean, when they were chatting in Titi Wangsa, uh, well, the Titi Wangsa footage. And uh, and then actually when uh, the professor spoke about living in Bangsar years ago, mm-hmm. that made me laugh a little bit because I felt like, yeah, definitely Bangsar is a place where you'd find uh, lots of uh, theatre makers or performers in the past at least. Uh, yeah. So the thing that I maybe had a small quibble with, and, and, and clearly this is because um, it was about typosum and therefore it's something that I know a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, so there was this part where they're talking about uh, the multiculturalism of Malaysia. Yeah. Um, and, they, and they chose to use um, Taipusam as a sort of example of what it is and, and, and the practice. I think for yeah. me, that didn't work so well, mostly because I think the music that they used mm. um, felt a lot more like traditional Indian dance music, which is not that a Taipusam thing. That when you go mm. there, that's not how it sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think when you touch on things like culture, uh, mm. it is important to either get it right or maybe yeah. not 
use it at all. So I think there were certain there were there were little bits of those things throughout the play, um, just small parts which I felt like could have been developed better or deepened mm. in some way. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a very good observation, really. I admit I didn't have any any moments or, uh, equivalent, you know, similar in terms of culture. The only one, if I had to pick out was when uh, they talked about the friend that had the performance at the Chowkit Market but you knew it was Pataling Street right in the yeah. background and yeah. I was like that's not Chowkit Market but again you know that's that's just the KL the KL person in me um, but I about what you said um, I mean it's it's uh, that's a conversation that could go for so long uh, but it's true no I think it, it, it's definitely true it's it's uh, I mean I would uh something that sometimes I think about is performances. Let's say they want to use, uh, maybe like maybe it's set in like a South Indian setting, but then, then they use Bollywood music. I mean, I, I would start questioning. So I feel that maybe perhaps, you know, you that was a similar mm. um, uh, experience that you had in, in your example. So yeah, I think it's definitely true, especially if you want to do anything that exalts multiculturalism and all of that. Like, And in a country where you can easily access people, uh, insiders, right? Uh, that extra work will be really important. Overall, um, I know we've we've slowly started going back to theatres. Um, I haven't yet been for a physical play yet. Are you on board for more stuff like this? Or, you know, after the year we've had, are you kind of done and you're kind of ready to go back to physical theatre performances? Um, the heart really wants to go to physical theatre performances, but the public health awareness just says no. <laughs> you know, like that's just not an option. I I like I I would love more uh, of these types of performances, and I think the method or maybe the the platform that's being used and 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 have Shamsul Azhar on you know on board for the next one that kind of thing you know <laughs> or, or if that kind of presentation yeah I would definitely be more uh, be all about it. I know that there were a few other. How do I feel about digital theatre in general? I don't take to it too well. Uh, I tune out. Um, but this one was just really nice, and I think if, if if I may mention, I think what really worked for me as well was how they really used the skills of the cast because like Faik's music was also featured. Yes, and, we didn't right? talk enough yeah. about the music, but the music yeah. was a real highlight for me. It really was. And also like Ifiz is he has he's a graduate in movement studies. So, you know, there were parts of him dancing and moving, and I thought that was just so nice, right? For such a small little team. Uh, they really put to use like all the talents that they have uh, all around. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that while I haven't been the biggest fan of digital performances, mm-hmm. um, when they get it right in terms of thinking about what the medium can offer and, yeah. and thinking of it as an actual presence in the performance, I think it yeah. can be really interesting. And this was definitely one of those. Um, so we are talking about Opie and Professor Communitas, which is a play, a digital play that was staged over the weekend by Five Arts Centre. Let us know if you've watched it. Or let us know if there are other online performances that you've caught that were good. Send those links over. You can WhatsApp us, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. I've been reviewing the play with Adriana Nordin Manan, who is a writer, a translator. She writes plays and she was also recently part of the Chandana Aswara Arts Writing Mentorship Program. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic. Jointly presented with Chandana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chandana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.